Hi everyone and welcome back to our third programme of this series called Behind the Business East Clare Entrepreneurs for Scarif Bay Community Radio. My name is Fiona Levy and I'm joined by Patricia Farrell, CEO of Wilds Chocolates, founded in the 1990s and based in the Enterprise Centre in Tomb Graney. A self-proclaimed exported dub, Patricia was born and raised in Dublin's inner city though she has spent more of her life living in Clare than in Dublin, so you're really a Clare woman now, Patricia. Having left University College Dublin about 30 years ago with an MA in Geography, Patricia worked in the book trade in Dublin before taking up work in a small community development cooperative in North Clare that focused on tourism development and food production. We can see where this is going, Patricia, as a, as a means to bring economic development into the region, isn't that right? Yeah, that yeah. is, yes, you have. It's a very short and succinct bio. Well, several years later, you went on to co-found the chocolate factory with your husband in the late 1990s. So, Patricia, I know that you're no stranger to Scarif Bay Community Radio. We've already been down to your premises in a live show. But can you let those of us know who may not have heard your story, what inspired you to start your own chocolate factory? Um, well, it really always uh, starts, my, the inspiration to start a chocolate factory isn't really to start a chocolate factory, it's to do something that you're passionate about. If you read any of the Start Your Own Business books back in the day, a good few years ago, all the books would say, stick to what you know and stick to what you're interested in. And, you know, being a chocoholic then and still, it seemed like, well, why wouldn't you do something in the chocolate business? And we did, you know, we knew a little bit about tourism and a little bit about food production. So it just seemed a perfect combination to do something like that. And we thought at the time that, well, there's nobody really producing any food, like tourist related chocolate products. So we said, well, there's a great idea let's go and do that and this would have been well before the time of food tourism and people food provenance or anything like that it was like probably a bit of a mad idea at the time but um you know it's fortunately we just plugged away at it and we're still here yeah brilliant um so you have made a lot of changes in the last few years you've expanded uh you've got your new coffee shop can you update us on what you've done because you've done super things well, when we started, uh, I keep I like to say we started our chocolate factory over a quarter of a century ago. It sounds great for a chocolate factory, but it sounds really old for a person, you know, to think I'm, I'm doing something for more than 25 years. But when we came to Tomb Graney first, we had a, we had a very small 1,000 square foot building and in the in the in enterprise center in Chumgraney and uh, when we started first uh, we just started making chocolates there and I'd say within a year there was knocks coming on the door complete strangers going we heard there was a chocolate factory in here can we have a look and see how you're doing and when at the time we were going who would be interested in something like this but obviously these were very smart people because that continued and continued and continued and we kept having to increase the space in our little production unit for more places for people to stand and look at you making chocolates. So um, we had the opportunity to acquire the next door, two buildings next door to us, and we nearly tripled the size of the chocolate factory. Wow. So we now have in just before COVID, actually, in about 2019, we acquired another 2000 square foot of um, buildings beside us, which wow. we thought we should make a more bigger space for 
for people to come and visit, a bigger place for a shop and stuff, a place for a cafe. Because again, people were going, can we not get a hot chocolate or anything like that? And we thought, well, it's a great idea. Let's let's do that. So that's that, you know, in the last five or six years, that has been the main development to make a better offering. So people, when they want to come and see what you're doing, can can do it in comfort and have a hot chocolate while they're at it. So, right. so that's been a really, you know, a, a sort of an infrastructural expansion of the actual buildings itself. Yeah, right. OK, so you've done all that in the last couple of years and we know what happened a couple of years ago. So how did you navigate through COVID then? Yeah, it, it was a huge, huge uh, challenge, COVID, to everybody in the country and the world and no more than ourselves it was it was quite a shock because it it was in march and we would have been gearing up for the tourism season because we sell a lot of our handmade chocolates to tourism retailers in the Shannon region, the Cliffs of Moher, Shannon Airport places like that and literally overnight every single customer wasn't going to be ordering from you and in fact we even we had done a deal with Brown Thomas in Limerick we were going to provide easter eggs special Easter eggs for them and we'd already delivered them and we had to come and take them away and it was like it was such a frightening time that and you, there was nowhere to sell anything we thought it was oh we're finished it's finished and uh, but we had a website so then people were just going well we still have to have our nices in our lives and people were so focused on supporting Irish businesses so Irish people Clare people, Limerick people, everybody in Ireland was totally focused on how do we, not just how do we, you know, get nice things into our lives because our lives are really hard at the moment, but can we do it by supporting local, supporting Irish? And so the website, the turnover on the website went up fantastically. And at the time, because of COVID, there was only me working in the factory. I used to go to work every day in the middle of COVID and pack up my orders and then, and send all the stuff out. And so that was sort you know, what like really, really uh, a help to keep. So the Irish people put themselves out there to make sure that whatever yeah, they were right. spending, they were trying to keep it local. Yeah, so it was really local. fantastic. And so that kind of kept you going and you began to think, oh, maybe there is, you know, maybe we can, you know, survive this. Yeah. And so and also we'd already plans to develop our new factory building next door to our, our original factory. So that had to take like a, a nearly six, eight months, eight, nine months of a hiatus because we were literally knocking down walls and pulling out doors and windows. And that was like on yeah. hold. So that was quite traumatic as well. So uh, COVID. But it did make you look at what else could you do, like look at your website, look at customers that you wouldn't normally have looked right. at so it was a really it was good it, there was some benefits to it it made you look to what what had you got and how could you yeah. pivot you know that yeah, dreaded yeah. word the dreaded word pivot exactly um so you already obviously had a website up and running and i know a lot of people who relied on boots on the ground people walking in scrambled during covid to find somebody to design a website for them but you were already ahead of the game I presume you, you, you know, tweaked it a bit, updated it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we, we originally, uh, we've had a website for a good long time. Um, we got great support with some one stage of development from the trading online voucher schemes from the local enterprise office, 
which was a great help in, you know, moving you forward to a certain extent. And then as well as that, we also had great support from Fall to Ireland as well, who were, you know, developing the Ireland's Hidden Heartlands destination brand. And they were very keen to have the the places that were in the region have a better presence online. And they were also helping right. to support yeah, website development. So from all for like the, the you know from all hands turn you had great support to have literally to have your website ready for the dreaded right. time yeah. so i i've been very 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 lucky with the supports that have yeah, gotten great. government supports so speaking of those government supports that's a great segue because i was going to ask you about that um you and i got to know each other when i facilitated a women in business program that was uh supported well put into place by the local enterprise office and uh, it was a nine-month program with about ten or so other women uh, leaders in Clare, and um, we're always bumping into each other at other events uh, by the local enterprise office or other business events. So um, I know you're really linked in with the Clare local enterprise office, and so can you tell us a little bit about the supports that you've been given over the the years? Because I I know that a lot of people don't realise they can get these supports. Small businesses can get these supports from mm. Leo Clare. Well, I'm like an evangelist <laughs> for the local enterprise yeah. office for Clare Local Development Company, mm. for any of the agencies that are there that are there to help support small businesses. Because when you're a small business, sometimes you have great ideas, but you don't know how to get them off the ground. You don't mm. know that, oh, you know, for the want of a very small amount of money or for a mentor even yeah. to help you think in a different way. And places like the local enterprise office, um, you, you, you couldn't want for any support. If you need to ask a question, how does how do you do this? I mean, you can literally ring up the any of the any of the guys or the girls in there and say, I want to do this. How can I do that? Mm. And they'll give you a mentor they'll point you in a direction they'll say well there's a little bit of support for what you're trying to do why don't you you know look into it more deeply so I mean the training they have umpteen amounts of training you can get training in everything you could even want yeah. to know about if 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 you need training they have mentoring schemes as well if it's specific mentor if you need somebody like I had a, a mentor there to help us try and improve our digital uh, integration right. in yeah. the business that was very recently because we were trying to not be wasting time repeatedly filling in another form to do the same job yeah. so yeah. it was very helpful to get rid of these little frictions in yeah. your business um so that was very so i've i've taken advantage of every they, and they offer it as well they sometimes they'll ring you up and go we're doing this program in a few weeks time would you be interested in looking yeah. at that yeah. and you know you're nearly mad not to take it on board because you know if you only get two or three decent useful ideas or exactly. like something sorted out of it you know it's it's free like yeah. practically f it's oh, yeah. it's free there's very it's it, there's no real cost other than your own time and yeah. obviously your time is important but those local enterprise supports in the form of you know the mentoring the training the um they have grant aiding obviously which is is also extremely yeah. important so i would recommend to anybody anywhere you don't even have to know what you're trying to do but just bring them up and just say one person, can't you? You, you can don't just have to have a, a large business. No, I'm a, I'm uh, a, well. I'm not a one man band or even a one woman band. I obviously obviously I have staff, but I'm a I am the person that drives things forward. So yeah. I literally get on the phone and say, "How do I go about doing dot 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 whatever yeah. the thing is?" And ninety nine point nine percent of the time they'll 
have some yeah. next step to take, which is and, all and you need sometimes. Exactly. And all these free programs they have, they have uh, some uh, micro businesses is when you have one to ten uh, people in your, your you and, and staff. And so they have lean for micro, which is helping you to be more agile, to be to work smarter, uh, not harder. They have green for micro. Yeah, they have, I've done them all. Yeah, I've done, done two lean programs. Yeah. I've done the first one, which was revolutionary in our business in that it helped us to uh, be more streamlined in how we actually pr- got our production flow organised. Mm. I've done a second one. I've done the green for micro, which is great because now I know exactly what I need to do to sort myself out in terms yeah. of sustainability and, and energy usage. Um, so all of those programs, again, they're they're free. There's and no, that there's trading no online voucher is very handy. If you want to change your website, upgrade it, yeah. make a new one. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I've got, I've developed a trade website now for business to business um, through having uh, more support for the trading online voucher scheme as well which would probably wouldn't have been done or might have mm-hmm. been put on a much longer finger okay. so now I have already generated you know a decent amount of business yeah, out right. of that alone from new customers that I wouldn't have gotten before, before. yeah that's fantastic that's great um, so you have lots of new ideas always on the go your latest is the build your own bar idea yeah tell us a bit about that well we for a long time people would come to the factory and visit and, and look and they were always saying is there anything we can do is there anything we can do when we're here and we were going well we are a choc- an actual real work in chocolate factory we, you know we can't stop the factory to allow you to do something so we concocted uh, we came up with an idea of maybe people could customise the chocolate bar could have actual hands-on making with the chocolate bar choose their different toppings and go away with something to take away with them that was personalised and customised and had they were had their hands in as well Mm. and we called it build your own chocolate bar which means they can come to the chocolate factory they can book it in advance and pick the time that suits them we always have this available every day Monday to Saturday from 11 to half three and you so can how many people do you allow in at the one time to do that uh, we have a, we have quarter hour sessions for up to six people so okay. you can book like so you it's could a little party with fa- friends you could, yeah we yeah. even have uh, build your own chocolate bar birthday parties oh, for fantastic. family if say um, a mom or dad says well I've got a 10 year old 11 year old could we do that and then they'll have a hot chocolate birthday right. party Lovely. as well so it's yeah. very it's a great way of it being much more about being together yeah, rather yeah. than you know just you know sitting in front of a, a screen exactly. it's very much interactive because yeah. they sit and they talk and they just compare yeah, yeah. the kids compare well look at my one and look at your one so it it's actually has been a fantastic idea. and we're going to do a build your own Christmas tree starting in December we'll have we'll, we'll start we can wow. you can do the bar but you cannot you can if you like have it as a little chocolate Christmas tree Nice. So um, that's also available. So it's it's very exciting because people love it and it's it's great. It's very kid friendly as well yeah. and big kid friendly. I have to keep saying that just because you're, you know, a big kid of 40, 29, 61, 72, you can be a big kid in the chocolate factory Absolutely. very easily and go away with a lovely personalised chocolate bar to take home with you. Yeah, we'd all like to be Willy Wonka, wouldn't we? Uh, well, I wish <laughs> I was. Sure I wish jokes. I was because it'd be so much easier to go, oh no, you're not Willy Wonka, are you? No, unfortunately, I'm just me. <laughs> so, um, it's probably time for us to have our piece of music and uh, you've picked a lovely piece for the, the first piece of today. Uh, what are you going to introduce for us? 
Well, uh, this is uh, a song by Paul Brady um, called Crazy Dreams. And I remember getting on buses in Dublin City as you'd be going around your business, uh, you know, and hearing the words because it seemed very opt- apt at the time because it was back in it was one of these periodic recessions we always seem to be having. And, you know, that was the time when you had to have some crazy dreams. And it, it was just a very, it was just lovely to hear that song as it wafted in and out of the record shops and whatever as you'd be walking around Dublin City and it just was inspirational because it it, it kind of it didn't inspire you to do anything but it just made you think oh yeah sure why not why can't you have a crazy dream and why can't you do exactly. something about it you know so yeah that's, and your crazy dreams well I had more crazier dreams than that you know <laughs> which is lucky for me I didn't get to do them <laughs> <laughs> great so we love crazy dreams by Paul Brady Scarif Bay Community Radio and that was Paul Brady's Crazy Dreams by uh, chosen by Patricia Farrell so Patricia you are just remind anybody who's just tuned in you are CEO of Wild Chocolates in Tomb Graney and uh, Wild's Irish Chocolates isn't that really it? Yes good uh, so you have brought in a selection of chocolates for myself and Jim Collins who is our producer of the day uh, to try and you've recommended the the coffee caramel to me. Yes, I'd recommend. So I'm going to take a nibble of this now. And then Jim has got in his hand, what have you got, Jim? He's got he's got a feuilletine praline, which is wafer pieces toasted, caramelised, and then included into a praline wow. filling. So you get a, a bit of a crunch and a bit of a, a, a praline soft, sweet centre with a very very crisp tempered milk chocolate shell oh that sounds delicious yeah. never mind tastes delicious Jim how is it Jim absolutely beautiful yeah absolutely. I mean I've often been in the in the chocolate factory before but uh, this is and there is the crunch in it yeah that's, the that crunch is important about. because you, you can have a smooth praline which is a whole different experience and that's also gorgeous mm. but mm. Adding a crunch into something yeah. changes the experience. Yeah, yeah I like the crunch now, I'd yeah. have to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm, fa- I'm a fan of crunch, things that crunch, that not cr- in the night, but just crunch inside your chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. coffee caramel is absolutely delicious. Yeah. And well, coffee and caramel are m- magic combinations. Oh. They just go together perfectly. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, and so Christmas is coming, folks. So make your way down to Wise Irish Chocolate and Trim Granny. You've also brought me in a really attractive bar of chocolate in an attractive packaging it's a yellow packet with um margaritas or margarita daisies um and a garmila market on the front and it's it's really it's a lovely pretty packaging it's cardboard recycled i presume recyclable and um tell us a bit about how you came up with that because i I know something about this. You, you might have a hand. I might have a you hand. You might have a hand. So I'm delighted it. you brought this back. So tell the story of, and it's it's 
really feeds back to our discussion before um, the song that we just listened to with the local enterprise office and the, the, the supports that you get. So tell us a bit about how you came up with this lovely packaging. Well, that package that you have there is part of a new range of um, chocolate bar in a box um, with different messaging on there. So you can have Gorev Mila Maha, good thank you very much. We have things like Nolighana, happy Christmas. We have um, I'm sorry even or thanks very much for whatever or happy birthday as well. And I always wanted to do something, you know, with um, I wanted to change some of the packaging of our product and I wasn't getting I, I didn't really know what I wanted to. I knew what I wanted to end up with, but I, I hadn't managed to figure out the steps to get there. And uh, part of my problem was, you know, how could I do it with an affordable way? Because obviously you can have great ideas and have really expensive packaging and everybody says it's beautiful, but they don't actually buy it because it becomes far too expensive. So part of the issue was how would you get to the product? So I knew what I wanted to get to and but I wasn't making any progress. And Fiona who was a uh, uh, lead in our women in business program that Leo had put together, the pilot program, hmm. explained to me about a, a kind of a process called sticky steps, That's right. uh, which is a, a business way of thinking about things so that you, instead of starting and saying, I'm, I want to do something and starting at the beginning, you, you start at the end and say, what, what, what would it look like when it's finished? Yeah. And you go back to the immediate, what's, what do I need to have before I get to the end? And what do I need to have before I get to the, the next question? And you go back and go back. And even if it's 10 steps or 15 yeah. steps, eventually you have a little workflow of what things need to be done to get to your exactly. end product. Because sometimes when you have a huge idea, you don't know where to start. Yeah, whereas like this you have to climb Mount Everest. You have to climb Mount Everest. Yeah. Whereas if you've already climbed Mount Everest because you've the end thing in mind and you're just going backwards to the very first step, mm-hmm. it just makes it seem so much more achievable. So it was very helpful. I On my way, I realised that, yes, it needs to be 100% sustainable because mm. that's the way things are going. You cannot be going off yeah. saying, can I get a plastic this or something that. So yeah. our product, that new range of uh, chocolate bars, um, is 100% sustainable, 100% sustainable cocoa. Um, the package is compostable, it's recycled and from recycled pe- right. board as well. So everything in it is, you don't have to feel guilty, basically. Yeah. And yeah. you can give a little gift to somebody saying happy birthday, or you can put it in a little bit, you know, if you're making a yeah. present to somebody, you can throw in a happy birthday chocolate bar. Yeah. And uh, it's 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 just a lovely idea that's no, it's, going it's very well for us. Fabulous, and I'm, I'm thrilled it went so well and such a simple concept really that sticky steps working yeah. backwards I've actually said it, it to somebody some points. other entrepreneur right. uh, I met somebody uh, we have a little uh, shop in the Limerick milk market uh, okay. c- called the Limerick chocolate shop but it's really oh. our outlet shop and there was another food business there and we were just chatting about ideas and they said I, I really would like to put together I want to do a, pro- a shelf ready product and I said, she said but it's very hard I don't know where to go I said we'll start at the end and go backwards. Brilliant. And uh, I did you. I even and I named you as well. I name oh. checked you. Oh, as a, thank as a you. very, very, uh, very good mentor relationship helped me to use that process. And yeah. I, I do it all the time now. Yeah, great, brilliant. And it's so lovely to see it in in fruition and see you know see your that exercise come to something really tangible. So it was fantastic. And I think you inspired. Uh, the other people in in that group as well at the same time when you brought this in and it wasn't too much long later that you brought it in just a couple of months and you had it done so it was fantastic so um, 
look, you've you've come up with ideas here. You've brought us in brand new chocolates that you've been working on, uh, new flavours, new tastes, new, new styles even of chocolate. You've brought us in new packaging that you've been working on. Um, you've told us about your new coffee shop, which is gorgeous, um, and the, the Build-A-Bar idea. So what are your, your future plans? Because you've always got something going up your sleeve, Patricia. What are your, your future plans for um, Well, our future plan is we're going to uh, uh, develop our coffee shop and make it so that we have more bakes and things like that, so that it's more of a... It's not only about chocolate and hot chocolate and coffee because we've been asked many times, can we not get, you know, a croissant or something mm. like that? So in 2024, we're going to actually broaden the offering there so that it, it doesn't, you know, you can come to the Chocolate Factory Cafe and even if you don't want to visit the Chocolate Factory, it doesn't matter, you have somewhere to go. And it's very, yeah. it's nice and peaceful there and it's yeah. it's uh, it's just, it's quiet and it's, it's, uh, it's not too far off the beaten track. It's walkable no. actually, yeah. you know, so when you're out in your your morning walk and you're going, oh, I wouldn't mind a little sit down and a cup of coffee. We're very convenient for Scarif. You know, yeah. you can even get, if you wanted to do a really long walk from Killaloo all the way out to Chimgraney right. on our lovely new footpath that we have, yeah. there's plenty of yeah, reason right. for you to have a good rest at yeah. the end before you start your arduous journey fantastic. back up the hills. So that's and one thing. And lots of parking there as well. We have a ton fantastic. of parking yeah. and we're, we're, so we're accessible from all the roads mm. as well. And it's, it's you know, we're, we're actually in a very convenient location for many things. And so we're going to develop that. And we're also um, going to expand the production capacity, the actual production capacity of the chocolate factory. Because at the moment we can't meet the demand of for certain products that we make. So fantastic. we're looking at... Um, we're going to acquire some new production machinery and increase our ability to produce more product because we have more demand. So that's 2024. So that's going to be a that's going to be a big, a big development for us. Um, and we're very excited about it. Obviously, you'd be nervous as well. Hopefully you figure out how to do it right. But uh, so that's kind of like the big, big, the two big things that right. we're going to do in 2024. Really exciting. So you're always growing. You're always moving forward. You're always thinking up new ways of doing things well I mean uh, the business kind of drags you there sometimes mm, sometimes mm. you know people are asking you for things and you go oh, I should I should do more of that and and then sometimes you have ideas yourself that you thought that would be a good thing to develop I mean we we really have a business of like three or four parts we have a, cho- a real work in chocolate factory but we also offer to tourism as well and like when um, when the Shannon Greenway is fully developed mm-hmm. over the next few years yep. from Limerick out as far as Scarif, which you no know, fingers crossed won't take a huge length of yeah. time and will be a great benefit to everywhere yeah. along Loch Derg yeah. as far as Scarif. We're kind of looking forward to that because it, it'll bring more people into the area and tourism is a great economic uh, developer of small little community places yes. like Chumgraney and Scarif because like Chumgraney for the size of it has four or five fairly big businesses there. Yeah. I don't count myself in one of the big business but you know we have a small business there and tourism is an important part. So you know there's there's so many things to look forward to uh, in terms of development and the people who come like East Clare is great because it can offer things slow tourism you mm. can get out and about it's walkable it's cyclable it's sailable yes. it's you can you can climb a mountain exactly. you can jump in a lake yeah, to paraphrase, yeah we're so uh, lucky one of our, we? yeah we're so lucky to have it and then Inishkaltra you know Holy Island when that is done as well Absolutely. it's going to be a great 
it's going to be a game changer, yeah, I think, is, for yeah. this yeah. part of, of the of the county, mm-hmm. and we're going to really see the benefits of it. Yeah. And we're we're placing ourselves there to be yes. ready to take advantage yeah, great. of it. Fantastic. Uh, you and your your wonderful team, Patricia. I I know some of them in there, and they're oh, they've always got a smile on their face. They're they're so friendly. A uh, great team. How many do you have now? We have six. Yeah, six fantastic. people, and uh, we. We like we like to have fun at work, mm. you know, so we do end up laughing a bit louder than it probably is wise, but because we do have That's fun important. together and I have a great team of people who live locally. I mean, yeah. they're all local people that mm. come from Fecal, you know, Scarif, Chumgraney, Ogunlo, all those places. Yeah. So, you know, it's great to have local people working locally because it's, it's, it's hard enough to get a job five or seven minutes away from where you live. And it's great. I mean, I'm always saying this to anyone who wants to listen to me. Isn't it great that you don't have to drive into Limerick to go to work? Yeah. Because driving into Limerick is a bit of a head wreck in this day and age. Never mind the cost of fuel. So I like the fact that we have jobs locally, not only ourselves, obviously, but local jobs are so very, very, very valuable to both the community, but to the people themselves, because you don't have to waste time sitting in a car driving 100 miles to get anywhere. No, you're you're a beacon of light for rural enterprise, Patricia, um, and and keep going and keep growing and really looking forward to seeing your journey now in your expansion journey as well. So owning your own business and always having to innovate and move like you have been doing with the, with the times, it it must be pretty exhausting because you know change is inevitable whether we like it or not. Lots of people resist change, but it's going to happen to us anyway. Uh, you have been very open to change. You've taken on new ways of working, uh, new ways of thinking. You're always adapting. So how do you manage your own work-life balance then? Um, it's kind of difficult um, because your business life, if you're married to somebody who also is working in the business, you tend, to, you could tend to spend a lot of time outside of your working time talking about your business so in the early days that would have been the case you know we would have talked and spent more time but eventually sanity prevails after 10 years or like that amount of time and you go no we have to put an end to talking about business Mm. at the dinner Mm. table you know especially when you have children because you know they're there and they want to go well what did you do in school today and you know how's the dog and you're going oh listen you've got to get that machine fixed Mm -hmm. so um you uh, sanity does prevail and i think allocating your time and deciding in your head i'm not working on this business after you know pick time of the night even if it's 10 o'clock in your day but just making your mind up that there's a time beyond which you will not do business work because if you don't, you become less productive. It's actually yeah, a, a very sound business decision to go stop working mm. on your business at, a, you know, mm. say six o'clock in the night and just yeah. don't do it yeah. because you actually become less productive. You're, you're, you go into work the next day and you're useless. You might yeah. as well have done nothing mm-hmm. the night before. And if you yeah. do that enough times, eventually, if you're conscious, you'll go. Right, stop doing that. And then, you see, if you don't... And also, you need to make time for exercise and, and getting out in nature. I know we have this Absolutely. beautiful landscape on our doorstep. Yeah. And what's the use of it to you if you never see it? If exactly. you're driving past the lake every day of your life going, I, I'd love to be walking down there. So, yes. so things like that. It's about being disciplined, again, which sounds counterintuitive. Precisely. But yes. it's about being disciplined. And it's also about saying, yeah, I, I need to have time to cook 
make a dinner from scratch, not be running to the supermarket buying frozen things and throwing them into the oven. I mean, those kinds of things are very convenient, but they're also very not they don't produce a good feeling at the mm. end of the day. So work life balance is is kind of like a little bit about having a discipline. And I think having time to go to your exercise class, go to God forbid, I'm saying have to go to yoga class or go mm. to your Pilates or go to your, whatever, go to it. I, yes. I, I think I somebody asked me at a conference one time, uh, what, what would be your one message to do? And I said, well, turn up. Yeah. at the thing you said you were going to turn yeah. up at. If you can just say to yourself, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there, but I'm going to turn up. Yes. And then you're there and you might as well do your exercise. You might as well do your yoga. You might as well interact, you know, make dates with your friends, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's not feeling guilty not for feeling doing guilty that because just saying I, if you're I'm, working on yourself. Even if you want to make it as a business decision to yes. say, well, if yeah. I work on the business all day, then the next day I'm useless. So you're yeah. actually cheating your if you want to even put it in that simple sentence so work-life balance is about having the discipline to go I'm finished with that for now I'm going off to do these other things that are why I'm alive like yes it's the point of having children if you're never with them exactly like, you know I mean? what's the point of having yeah, two yeah. dogs if you never take them on a walk yeah, yeah, yeah. so those kinds yeah. of things so work-life balance is is a discipline that you need to in, insist upon yeah that's a great message brilliant message so one last message then Patricia from you if you had to sum up the essence of your business in a few words, and I do ask this to all my guests, what would that be? That's an extremely hard question. In a few words. Now. In a few words. <laughs> oh, so, mm, God. <laughs> um, I think you've got, I think, to create something that you're proud of mm. and that you feel 100% certain that you can sell this idea or product or whatever it is and feel feel happy to say, I made this mm-hmm. or we made this or this was made by us. I think yeah. that you need to be proud to say that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Being proud of what you do and and it being an integral part of who you are as well. Yeah, I mean, like, because you, you put your life and soul, if you're a small entrepreneur, I, I never like to use that word, but if you're a small business person, um, you do put your life and soul into something, and yeah. if you feel, if you feel as if you can stand over and be, be proud to offer or be confident that it'll do what you say it's going to do, mm. it, it can't be. It's not a nice feeling. So all I would always, for myself, think I want to be able to say, here is this product or this chocolate bar or this whatever we made. You will really enjoy that, or I'm happy that that meets the standards yeah. that I've set for, for and, ourselves. And you're bringing joy to people's well, lives. Well, that's with that's chocolate. That's chocolate. nothing to do with me. Chocolate does that anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chocolate just speaks to the soul, and it, it bypasses does. all reason, it and does. it just goes straight into the yeah, yeah. into the heart and Those the taste centers. Yeah. Oh, gets yeah. your endorphins going Absolutely. big time. Yeah. Well, I can't wait now to finish the rest of my coffee caramel and the rest of them. I don't think I'll be bringing any home. <laughs> so. Uh, that was fantastic, Patricia. Thank you so much for coming in to talk to us today. We have one last song that I'd like you to introduce that you picked. So thank you for that. I do hope people will go along and visit you because the coffee shop's open and and people can just walk in, enjoy some of your chocolate and a nice cup of coffee or tea. Well, thank so, you for inviting me to 
to come and talk a lot. I'm sure you're trying to refine it down to much less talking. It was wonderful. And um, yeah, like um, the song, it's it's for the season that's in it, but it's a song that I cherish myself. Judy Garland Mm -hmm. um, singing. um, Have Yourself. Have Yourself. A merry little Christmas, because uh, I was I'm a huge fan of musicals and a huge fan of Judy Garland. And I remember uh, that song in the film Meet Me in St. Louis. And she just sang it so beautifully. I'm so tender. Mm. And it just summed up this the beauty of Christmas. And so whenever I feel like it's ready, that'd be my first time. I only allowed to be on at Christmas. I wouldn't listen to it any other time. And I only listen to it about maybe three or four times because you can't spoil it by over no, listening absolutely. so it gets an outing you know three Lovely. or four times Makes and it it's just really special yeah great good thank you Patricia thanks Fiona have yourself a merry little Christmas let your heart be Next year on.